Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey mama, you are doing so much for so many people right now in this crazy topsy-turvy upside down world. It's no wonder that you might every once in a while get down on yourself. Here's the thing though, I think you shouldn't. In fact, I'm pretty sure you're doing your best and your best is more than enough. And here's where mindfulness comes in because you should also feel that way. And mindfulness will help you with that. What mindfulness really helps you with is self-awareness. And self-awareness is just the idea that we are objectively aware of who we are. It can be hard to be objective when it comes to ourselves. And that's why mindfulness is important. Mindfulness helps you to check your thoughts. And you need to check your thoughts because Our thoughts drive our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. But a lot of the times, the things that we think, the stories that we tell ourselves aren't actually real. So you don't want to base your emotions or your actions in make-believe, right? You want to base them in reality. And when you are basing your emotions and your actions in reality, you are more likely to make the best choice to move yourself forward. What is the point of feeling bad about who you are and the things that you're doing if that's not even true, right? And if you do feel bad about something, being clear on why you feel that way will let you take the right actions so you can get out of that place concretely in a real way. Self-awareness has so many benefits. I'm just going to name a few. The first is that it helps you be more proactive, because you can be clear on exactly what you should be doing. It also encourages positive self-development. That means that when you are self-aware, you know the right things to do to move yourself forward. Let me give you an example. There is a woman that I work with, and she had been offered a really awesome project, a project that was going to move her career forward. But when offered the project, she declined it. Later on, she had some regret and I think a little bit of self-doubt about it, and we were chatting through it. And as we were chatting through like why she said no to this project, it turned out that her thoughts were telling her that she wasn't going to succeed, that she was going to fail, that was she was going to embarrass herself. But as she and I talked about it, we came to realize that this project was actually directly in her wheelhouse, leveraging all of her best skills. There was no reason for her to feel like she was going to be a failure. Yet somewhere from some place, she had this ongoing negative thought that she just couldn't do it. She couldn't level up to what was being asked of her when it was clear that she had already done that before. Self-awareness 
helped her to realize that she could succeed at this task. And she ended up taking on the project and ultimately knocking it out of the park, being a superstar. Another benefit of self-awareness is that it helps you to have more self-control. And in this world of impulsiveness, having self-control is imperative to moving your life in the direction that you want it to go in. When you're self-aware, you also make better decisions. And lastly, self-awareness helps you to communicate in a better way. And at the end of the day, everything is about communication. How we talk to our spouses, to our children, how we communicate with our colleagues, with our friends, with the neighbors, with the person at the store who's ringing you out if you're going to the store right now. Communication is key. And the more self-aware you are, the better that you can communicate, which really means the better human you can be. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday, at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life. Head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. So I'm going to give you a few different ways that you can work on mindfulness to drive improved self-awareness. The first is to create some space and time for you so that you can connect with yourself. And I know you're thinking like, when am I going to find the space or the time? The thing is, it doesn't mean that you actually have to literally physically be alone It just means that you need to be alone and with your thoughts. One of my favorite ways to do this is to simply put the phone down. Put down the phone, put down the electronic distractions. When you're standing in line at the store, when you are driving in your car, when you're riding in the subway, just put the phone down and let your thoughts be. Listen to those thoughts and try and ask yourself where they're coming from. If you can, carve out a few minutes of solitude each day. And that might mean that you're just, you know, staying in the bathroom for an extra 60 to 90 seconds with nothing more than the intention of being with yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. And it is a way to get a little bit more solitude in your life. The next idea is for you to actually practice mindfulness. So that means to consciously try and be mindful. Here's two ways that that could manifest. The first is When you catch yourself feeling something and you're not sure why you feel it, start asking yourself what thoughts led to it. Why do you actually think those thoughts? And then let your mind go from there. The next is to set aside time to be mindful while you're doing some type of an activity. The two that work the best for me are while walking or while eating. While you're walking, just pay attention to your thoughts, the thoughts that are coming to you, and think about where those thoughts are coming from. Challenge those thoughts if they're things that need to be challenged, especially if they're negative thoughts, challenge them to just see whether or not they're really real. And you can also do this while you are eating, right? Rather than trying to get work done or playing on your phone or looking at the TV, when it's time to eat, just sit in silence, eat your food, and listen to the thoughts that come to you. Another great way to get more mindful so that you can drive more self-awareness is to uh, journal. And journaling's not for everyone, I get it. But if you are into journaling, take some time to reignite that practice. And if you aren't into journaling, if you've never tried it before, it's not a 
big deal. You just get out a piece of paper and a pen and you write. If you need some prompts, one of the best ways to start is to write down what went well today and what didn't go so well. Just start with those prompts and take it from there. The last one is to practice listening. Listening is an active skill. It's a verb, right? And when you practice listening to others, it actually helps you become more aware of yourself. You can feel how what they're saying impacts you and later on think about why it impacted you in that way. There you have some tips for being more mindful that will help you to be more self-aware. The biggest thing that I want you to take away from this podcast is that self-awareness, which is when you objectively see yourself, is really about understanding your thoughts because your thoughts become your emotions and your emotions drive your actions. And you want to be driving your actions based on something that is concrete and real. For example, if you are really frustrated with yourself as a mother and you don't feel great about how you're showing up and who you are and you're telling yourself that you're a bad mom, then your emotions are going to get you down. You're going to feel kind of in the crapper about it all. And your actions are probably going to lead you to do things that you don't really want to do. If you can challenge those thoughts, if you become aware of those thoughts, you can start to think about where they're coming from. Are they coming from somewhere outside in society? Are they coming from one specific event where you lost it with your kid? Are they coming from a need to know more about a certain age group, right? Like maybe you need to know more about how to deal with moody teenagers or big feeling toddlers, right? If that's the case, then you can go ahead and educate yourself on it now that you know where the thought is coming from. If it's because you had one bad incident with your child, then you can realize that, hey, this one bad incident doesn't dictate the entire journey of my motherhood. And in fact, it's very normal to have a bad incident with your kids, right? But you have to understand the root of the thought so that you can then take some action to move yourself in the right direction. So you can get there. I want you to take action in choosing one of those ideas that I just shared. Create some space and time for yourself. Practice mindfulness while walking or eating. Journal or try harder to listen. Practice listening with others. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.